Hey, everybody. Welcome to You're Wrong. Hey, Luciano. What's everybody wrong about this week? Hey, Matt. They're wrong about where they're playing video games. It's like, should I play on PC? Should I play on console? Should I play on PC? It's mobile, baby. Everybody knows that. Right? Yep. Great. Thanks for coming to You're Wrong. Uh, <laughs> Even I can we'll stand behind that one. <laughs> yeah, don't, in, don't invite me next time for this kind of <laughs> hot take. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, we have uh, our very good friend Scott here, who's uh, an avid console player, although he does play on PC. Hi, Scott. How's it going? Good. How are you guys? Good, good. So uh, let me actually bring up the actual argument, which is I don't really understand why people play on consoles when the computer is just a better machine overall. Um, I have a console. It's a PS3. It's a mountain of dust right now um, because I haven't touched it. And honestly, with more and more of the... Uh, exclusive games coming to PC, like stuff like Horizon Zero Dawn and and whatnot coming to PC. There's even less of a reason to play console. So I know you two play a lot of console. I think Scott even plays more than you do, Matt. So let me shift this to Scott. Why why do you sometimes choose to play the lesser stupid? Uh, sorry, the lesser option and play console instead of playing on the proper machine? That's an interesting point. I think that consoles offer a bit of variety. I think that we we need to kind of set a a bar for how the three of us kind of are. And I think that the the baseline we're dealing with here is that the three of us are very technically savvy, and that um, the the PC itself is something that requires knowledge to use. Um, you have to troubleshoot if there's issues and things. You have to, you know, have the right hardware. You have to have the right software. You have to update things. There's so many things you have to do, and if you're not technically savvy, it's a pain. Um, whereas consoles, I mean, you buy a disc, you put it in the console, it's going to work. There's never going to be a problem. Um, I mean, there's updates and things. There's bugs and crashes, but those exist on all <laughs> platforms. <laughs> yeah, and then if you're yes. not technically savvy, then you're fucked either way. So. Well, well, yeah, but in general, as a as a solid safe rule, if I own a console and I buy a disc for that console, it's gonna work ninety nine percent of the time. Unless it's an Xbox three hundred and sixty, and then it's gonna get a red ring of death and fail, and you'll have a doorstop. Well, you send it back in, you get a replacement. It just takes two weeks to get your doorstop back. Ugh. Great. <laughs> so, so Scott, if I could summarize your comparison into a very crude and lazy analogy, you're essentially saying um, that playing video games on a console is like sticking uh, coffee grinds into hot water and expecting it to be coffee, whereas playing on the PC is like going to your local coffee shop and having a barista uh, use a proper machine to make it. No, not at all. analogy. What the hell? This is what happens when you, you know... (laughs) You see a guy that gets a new espresso machine and then everything is fucking coffee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You bought it for me. This is your fault. Both yeah, of I you. regret it already. Give it back. No. But like the, the symbolism there is that it's craft, <laughs> it's craft coffee versus, you know, the lowest common denominator. I think you had the right idea, but the wrong 
uh, analogy. So instead of the PC being going to the barista, the console is going to the barista. Because yeah. the console is, I go to there, I say, coffee, please. They give me coffee, I leave. Whereas the PC, you have to buy the beans, grind them yourself, go back home. Um, you have to have a press or a special machine to make it for you. And then you have to you know, use seven other things to keep it hot while you drink it, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of components to it. Whereas okay, the console so let's, is, let's, let's, let's nail this continue. coffee analogy down. No, I got to nail this down. So consoles are instant coffee. Yes. And oh, God. PCs are professionally made espresso. Uh, like whether you do it or go to a shop. No, the person still, it. no it's, it's made at home. Yeah. But, yeah. You know what's sad? Is uh, that why do we have to cling to it being made at home? Scott hates coffee and he still got the analogy better than you did. You should be ashamed of yourself. But I don't see why it has to be made at home because most people aren't building their PC. Like we're fractioning down the people doing that. Most well, that's the difference, right? You can buy a PC, yes. And, that, and I say that the, I would say 30% of the PC gamers, air quotes, um, are people who buy a pre-built machine, play it on that. And as soon as they run into a problem, they go, uh-oh, I don't know what to do. And they get help from someone else, right? I, I think that percentage is a lot higher. I think we just – our friend group is an echo chamber of – insane pc gamers <laughs> i guess so so i guess there's there's those two distinct groups right there's the group that buys a pre-built machine and then plays off of that but if they run into the problems they don't know what to do or and then there's the people who i would say pc master race would claim as build your own machine you know you're updating out information on parts and, and what's coming out and what drivers are the best and you know what video card will give you the most output overclocking all that stuff yeah yeah uh, the analogy is fine let's move on from it <laughs> <laughs> This is your fault for not understanding it. You're both wrong. That's the show. We're going to move on. Let's get back to the topic at hand. PC versus console. Um, Luciano, since you have, have the strongest beliefs that PC is the quote-unquote master race, which really we probably should never use that term anymore given the time and place we're in. But, I mean, I uh, didn't. You did, but go on. Yeah, I did. It's, uh, it's, we got we to gotta get a new term for all you PC players. Um, but like you, you don't explain? play. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. Anyway, so why uh, PC? Why PC for you? So to me, there's there's a couple of things that, that make me prefer or exclusively play really almost the PC games. The main one is convenience, which I know is going to sound weird because, you know, it's a lot more convenient, like Scott said, to just pop in a, a disc or even you don't even need a disc these days anymore. Just turn it on and play. Whereas it's with like PC, going to your local coffee shop. <laughs> Yeah, if your coffee shop is, you know, underneath your TV at home. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but to me, I'm already doing stuff on my computer anyway. If, if I'm watching a movie, I'm likely here on a computer anyway. And if I'm, you know, listening to music, I'm probably, if I'm, unless I'm walking around, I'm probably listening to music on my computer. So if I want to play, I just, you know, close everything and play where I'm already at. And it's a good machine that I can upgrade piecemeal instead of having to get a whole new console if you know there's a new game and everything is fine but let's say i don't have enough memory i just buy memory i don't have to buy a whole new pc for it and there's also the like the problem for me is time to like i already have too many games to play on the pc and i would not like i would not have time to to go play some games on the console especially when they already exist on the on the pc so that's actually 
I understand having a console for the exclusives. Like I love God of War and I played one, two, and three. I think I played three. But I yeah, and I I love those games and I know Sony's probably never gonna release it to to PC. So that would be a reason. Same thing with uh with other games like Uncharted. But um, I, I have to challenge you here. At no point have you said why PC over console. I, I'm, you're lazy. I'm getting. I'm getting to it. Okay. So to me, it's. I think PCs have a bigger variety of games. <clears throat> They're better machines. I can control. You know how to update them more. And I can customize games that I play, which I do all the time. All of those things. You know, some of them are impossible on, on console. Like if you play a game like The Witcher on console, there's no way to install mods on it, right? You have to play it as it is. So that that's why I prefer PC. So I don't think anyone can really challenge you on, on that stuff. I mean, the PCs are more configurable. Um, you do more stuff on them, all, all that stuff. One of the other problems I have with PC is that the community is so spread out. Right, so the reason that Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo have such strong fanboy communities is that if I play Xbox, someone else who plays Xbox, we have the same either experience or game pool or ability to connect if we want to. Whereas on PC, you have Steam, you have Epic, you have Ubisoft, you have, you know, there are so many different places. For example, if we all bought Grand Theft Auto, I could buy it on Steam. You could buy it on Rockstar. Someone else could buy it through, you know, a third party and to connect and you know see our achievements and current status in the game it's really hard there's no one place to see all that stuff sure we could all create rockstar accounts but then what about the next game we have to all create ubisoft accounts and so there's so much diversity in where you can buy your games from that there's no one pool for the community to kind of get together and, and share information and see all that stuff at the same time for every game that's fair I, I'm, I'm a bit of an achievement whore myself and I'd like to compare and sometimes, especially when, when now EA is back on Steam, right? But like sometimes you buy a game on Steam, but it runs on Origin and then you can't even see the achievement and all that stuff. That's, that's fair. Um, but like, say you're playing a game and this is a question for you too, Matt, because I know you do that as well. Say you're playing a game that isn't really like multiplayer, for example, or that Maybe it doesn't have that many achievements. Why Why would you pick playing that game on the console versus playing it on a PC? If you uh, would. Because my couch is comfy and my screen is two or three times larger than my PC screen. Okay. Is that enough for a reason? Buy a better chair. That's a huge... I mean, it's a, you can buy the best... Well, I shouldn't say the best chair because I would never spend that money. But you can buy a really awesome desk chair and i don't recommend a gaming chair i mean an actual desk chair um and it's still not sitting on a couch couches are just built differently right it's just a different way to sit they're much more comfortable no matter no matter what you do for the the you know your gaming chair plus your tv is is set up to provide a very solid experience visually if you're lucky enough to have a sound system you need a great sound sound experience as well so for a lot of people being able to sit on the couch and relax and chill out and use a controller, uh, you know, not have to worry about mapping things to keys. I think I think the reasons why you love a PC is exactly the reasons why people play console games, or the opposite <laughs> reasons. That's probably true. 
you are a control freak that wants to have the optimal experience for you and people who play consoles or just want to be able to play the game and shoot people on call of duty and say horrible things to random strangers on the internet i um, i can't imagine playing a shooter with a controller i just can't it's well they're they're aim assisted right so it's it, it's you know it's like your phone right you're not actually typing keys on your phone the keyboard is aim assisting you to pick the right letter <laughs> to type. yeah 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 it is depending so, on the keyboard you use it actually shows you how you type yeah it's awful and, <laughs> yeah it's awful so so i, I know for me switching to a console it's a better experience if you're looking for that and the reason why i still play console games i'm going to extract out sports games because i play nhl hockey and it doesn't exist on the pc so if it existed on the pc would i buy it there and plug in a controller i don't honestly know so that's not a fair comparison but the games i do play um you know are are usually games with laura we'll play you know games like uh overcooked or moving out and stuff like that um but if i'm playing a game of my own some games don't need that precision right um we're talking about yeah like, some games are just better with controller even right? grand theft auto right like grand theft auto isn't really a shooter it is a action experience so it helps the shooting aspect to some degree but there's a lot more going on driving the car etc that a controller is good enough so so in those instances i would pick uh, console of a PC. Now, that having defended consoles as much as I possibly can, um, the PC is superior uh, for for many <laughs> reasons, not, not just the ones you laid out. Um, for me, I would say it's superior because, um, you know, there are so many games that require, you want to have pinpoint accuracy on over what you're doing. You know, like if we're talking about like playing Civilization or or you know, I'll use Halo Wars as an example because it's an RTS on a on a console and, and the PC. Like those, you can put them on consoles, but that's an annoying experience because the, the controller doesn't move like a mouse, it doesn't have the precision like a mouse, and that's not even counting you know first person shooters. Yeah, and by the same token, like there's several games on the PC that I play exclusively with a controller, like Rocket League. Like I tried for a hot minute to play on the keyboard and mouse and i was like nope that this one needs a controller same thing with uh i just recently played uh jedi fallen order i yep. tried playing with the keyboard for two seconds and it was like no there's no way some games are just better on the controller for sure how about you scott why why would make you pick like assuming the the games you know ex exists in both platforms what would make you pick p playing it on the console I guess this is where I, I'd say that I'm a dirty achievement whore. <laughs> um, yeah, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> so I have two vices, uh, Diet Coke and achievements. And so. Wow. Uh, are we sponsored are you all, right Are now? you all out of Diet Coke? Is it? Is <laughs> I'm just here for the achievements, yeah. Are we Are we <laughs> sponsored right now? No. Um, so yeah, for me, the, literally the the... The, the biggest thing between PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo is where are your friends playing? Are your friends playing on PC? You should buy it on PC. Are your friends playing on Xbox? You should play it on Xbox. Are your friends playing on PlayStation? You should buy it on PlayStation. And that's the biggest thing when someone says, hey, Scott, what console should I buy? What are your friends playing on? Yeah. Uh, Matt, you have all three as well. Right? Do, you, do you have a Switch? I have everything. Um, and just so everybody understands, um, that's because... I got to an age and monetary position where 
Um, I could, so I did. And I, if I could recommend one thing to you, you probably don't need to, um, especially when it comes to uh, the new consoles coming out. I would really be curious to see how the Xbox X, One S, I don't know what they're calling it now, but the new Xbox, if you need to buy that given Game Pass and all of that ecosystem they're trying to build. Because a lot of those games are going to be on both systems for, you know, for that Game Pass and you'll be able to play it on PC. So, Well, not every game's on PC for Game Pass. No, but I'm just saying you probably don't need all the consoles. Correct, yeah. You definitely don't need all the consoles. You don't need any, but, uh, you know, it's not... Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Anyway, um, so are you guys planning on, uh, like, so PS5 and the Xbox XS LLL 3000, whatever the name is of the new one, they're coming out, I think, late in the year. Are you planning on getting them, Scott? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Wow, that was like the least amount of hesitation I've oh, ever heard out of you. <laughs> if if I could if I could stand in line, I probably would. Yeah, for the Xbox. Yeah. Oh, for the Xbox. So, which one do you prefer? That's that's a good. That's an oh, interesting question. Thousand percent Xbox. Really? Yeah, I hate the PlayStation what? controller. Um, okay. I am committed to achievements on Xbox versus trophies. Um, yeah, I never liked the trophies system on on PlayStation either. It's weird. It's okay, but the the value of a trophy doesn't show up the same as the value of points. I mean, points have kind of lost value on Xbox with you know a five minute arcade game being a thousand points and a seventy hour uh, story game also being a thousand points. But you know when you when you look at it, it's just a nice to see a solid total number. So like people have two million gamer score, whereas on PlayStation, okay, they're a level something and they've got this many platinums and this many golds. It's just not as simple of a quick look so i don't i i know that you, this is not you that's not what i'm suggesting but that that kind of has a bad thing a bad side to it as well right where people gatekeep who can talk about what oh you only have eighty thousand gamer score who are you to talk about these things right so that's there's a there's a bad side to it too in the gaming community do people but I get what you're do saying. that i've never oh I yeah mean, whole, i guess kids could gamer gate more was than that. you Gamergate was about that as well. That is all the podcast or for, but the gaming community as a whole is a toxic wasteland of shit and 100%. awfulness <laughs> yes, that yes. Uh, exists. If you can dream it, it exists. Think of the internet. The internet has lots of lovely places like funny cat videos, and it also has 4chan, and that is gaming <laughs> in a nutshell. Yeah, only there's a lot more 4chan than cat videos in the gaming community, unfortunately, for the most part. So, I, you know, Scott, you were saying like you, one of the big drivers for you is, is the achievements. And so you, you're in the, the Xbox ecosystem more than you are in the, the, the Sony ecosystem, right? Yeah. So so I, a question for you guys, because I think it, it might be interesting. You know, consoles and PCs have existed, you know, side by side since the beginning of time. And dedicated gaming machines were the place to play video games. You know, when I was growing up, a yeah. Nintendo outclassed the PC. Um, I don't know how many nights I bought or how many nights I watched my dad try to like free up RAM on our 486 computer so we could play a video game. And like it was like Wing Commander because you had to load into 
DOS to, to get enough RAM to play. So it was a hellish experience. Whereas Nintendo is you walk down to the store and you might have to pay a hundred dollars, but you know, walk home and you have Final Fantasy, you have, you know, Super Mario, like it was easy to do. But as we've progressed through all that stuff, what stuff do you think PC gaming has benefited from consoles existing or vice versa? From them existing? Yeah. Um, like, so I can give you an example of the, the, I think the one that really helps is the PC, uh, sorry, Xboxes and, and Sony went really hard into having a live service that connected everybody to let them play their video games in, in a very easy way. And I think that informed a lot of the programs we use now in terms of, you know, Discord, whether it came from, it was like Trello, um, I can go backwards if I can remember them all. Like I, a lot of those propped up partially due to sort of MMOs, but I think partially due to the capabilities being so simple and easy on, on consoles. I don't know that that's the order that it happened in. Because, you know, there for the longest time, even before there was a, even a console war, you know, there were communication programs that people used in PCs to maybe not necessarily talk to each other, but talk like chat to each other, and then they those were the the, the applications that became like the Teamspeak and Ventrilo and whatever. I don't know if the communications in the consoles came before. I don't know if you're right or wrong. I'm just saying I remember those communication uh, applications being existing really early. Says because the guy who doesn't play console games. I I did play console games, right? Well, when I was growing up, there was no. It's not, it's not like oh, I can play sonic on my computer i can't i have to have a console right so i had a i had a genesis i had a super nintendo i had uh an atari when i was younger but um by by the time when technology and and the internet was fast enough to allow for like live communication like voice communication this was like what the late 90s that was already like in 98, 99, we already had TeamSpeak, I think. And I don't know if the consoles were there. You're, you're, you're getting lost on my original point and, yeah, well, and I mean, trying you, to defeat whether tech. You were wrong, and I was just talked, correcting you. Yeah, who talked first? I don't care. I want to know are the things that came from console <laughs> gaming or vice versa that have improved the other side's experience. I think the triple A concept of gaming. I, I don't think that would have been as cemented as it is today without consoles, honestly. Like, I don't... We had that... We had big games, obviously, in, 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 P, in the PC, but I think the concept of seeing a company spend as much money and, and resources as they do in a game, like almost, if not more than a movie, I think that was a thing that was cemented by you know, the PlayStation and the Xbox fighting each other and, and, you know, having as much capacity as they did back then. Because I don't know if you remember, you probably do, when the PS3 came out, people were like in awe of how much it could do in terms of technology, right? So mm -hmm. I think yep. I think AAA games are a thing that consoles made possible, I would say. That's a really good point. I didn't think of it like that before, but like the AAA console is what you would call, you know, like the as it says, the, the top tier kind of game um, that a company can produce and everything else is based off of that standard. So there's indie games now, which are, you know, the near the bottom, you know, easy one person made kind of thing. Um, but they can never be called a triple A title because 
the production values that go into those those top tier games and then everything else kind of falls in between or even lower than, than that depending on the quality yeah i mean i think the last triple a pc only game that i can think of might be like world of warcraft i mean yeah. you can yeah. maybe starcraft 2 technically like yeah because because most of those games like it's it, you're right like AAA games seem to, up until now, have always been only on console. And if you're lucky, also on PC. But it's always been targeted at, at consoles. And only recently have we, has the PC sort of surged back to sort of almost an even level, pending the outcome of, of the PS5 and the new Xbox coming out yeah. in November. And also, for the longest time, I don't think we've ever starved for those kinds of games in the PC. But there was a good chunk of time when most of them, if not all of them, were ports, right? And then there were complaints left and right because they were poorly ported and all that stuff. So I don't... So if you want to sell games, you're going to have to make it to a console. Games that when like when we were younger, Matt, and we would play whatever, Counter-Strike or, or you know, Quake, we like could you ever have imagined playing a shooter on a console no i mean nowadays nowadays if you release a, a shooter and it's not available on the console like you're not going to make as much money nowhere near as much money as you would no well i mean the, the the primary benefit of buying a console is the fact that manufacturers will sell you especially if you buy one right off the bat they sell you that thing at, at a loss almost always because they yeah. want an install base so you know, when it comes to the sort of console release that's going to happen this year in the, at the end of November, if, if both companies hold true to their plans, you know, you're getting an Xbox and a PS5 that is per part cheaper than you could do by building a similarly powered machine. So so it's definitely in your favor to, to have a console if you want to be on the cutting edge when they come out now. You know, after a year or two, that might that edge is probably going to be starting to, to flounder a bit, but, but it certainly is a bonus in that respect to, to console people. Actually, that raises another point. I think another thing that, that consoles help or drive is the, the game developers, they want to extract as much juice out of those machines as they can. And so I think that drives a lot of research, like R&D style research within the companies to make sure that they can deliver like, the best visual and the best uh, uh, auditorial and all of that jazz yep. experience on the machine. Like how old is the PS4 now? Seven years? Six years? I think they're about seven years, yeah. Yeah. So if you look at like Last of Us 2, like that, and you compare to like, and I'm not going to go into the game, actual game, but like if you could just compare it visually, right, to a game that came out when the PS4 was new, like that doesn't seem like it runs on the same platform, and yet it does. I know there yep. has been updates to PS4 because the PS4 Pro and all that. Sure. But but I think that drives that technology and then, you know, PC benefits from it now as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely paying a lot of the bills for those manufacturers, especially when you talk about in, uh, AMD, who's generally powered a lot of the GPUs and all the consoles. It's kept them afloat and kept them a competitor to push to push NVIDIA uh, forward, which is which has been great. Yeah. Scott, do you have do you have a, an example of something where maybe consoles have benefited from PCs, or the same uh, PCs have benefited consoles? I can't think of anything you guys haven't covered already. Um, 
I would say that PC prices are a lot lower than consoles. And I don't know if that's just because there's no physical delivery or if it's, you know, just trying to, um, like you said, because there isn't that that much of a player base. Like if I have an Xbox, I would probably buy Xbox games. But if I have a PC, uh, I could buy Steam games. I could buy Epic games. I could buy origin games you know i can buy them everywhere and so that extra competition on pc helps drive that price down Uh, whereas consoles they have the exclusives a lot of the time they say nope it's 99 dollars. good luck yeah that's a that's a classic nintendo stance right (laughs) yes all our first party games are 79.99 forever yeah i think there's a there's a downside though though i find um from having that openness is like it doesn't matter if you know EA made a game or Activision made a game or you know Blizzard made a game or whatever um, you're gonna get the that PS4 game or that Xbox game from the same place right you're not it's not like and it's gonna run quote unquote on the same launcher which is obviously the console whereas you have to have each of those launchers on your PC to be able to run the games and they're like to each other they don't talk to each other as much and so like if you want to play activision games you better have battle.net installed if you want to play steam games you better have steam installed and that kind of stuff so i think that unification that scott was talking about is not just in terms of player base and, and like having you know everybody in the same place but also it makes for like a more streamlined i guess experience and then if you're looking for what you guys were saying, it's like, I don't want any fuss. I just want to sit my ass on the couch, turn on my, my TV and my console and play. That also plays into it, I would say. You just reminded me of another reason that consoles are way better than PC. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. So Hold your horses there. <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about um, something that affects all PCs, and that's um, viruses, malware, and all that stuff. And then we have games like... Uh, Valorant with their always on anti-cheat to try and stop some of these cheaters, uh, some of these extra mods or things that people are trying to add into games that affect not only your, your single game, but your whole PC um, because they're always on. Whereas consoles, you know, people don't make cheats for consoles anymore. It's not as, yes, uh, they do. It's not as much as before. There's a lot more PC cheats for games like shooters than there are. Sure. Sure. But people cheat on the consoles too. I, I I see it and read about it all the time. And and apparently it's a lot harder to implement measures to curb that cheating. If it ever happens, it's a lot harder to, you know, curtail that. So if if it ever happens. I think the, the, the It doesn't baseline, happen as much for sure. Baseline console player is not gonna go out of the way to try to cheat, whereas the baseline PC player has methods at an easier access level. Yeah, there's no console bangs in uh, Korea. There's tons of PC bangs, and you could, you know, <laughs> <laughs> install cheats there and say whatever. It's not my computer. I don't care. Um, See if you can get stuff exactly. in there. I, I was looking it up because I want to know if there are still cheats. And I was looking up the Game Genie, and um, it said something about PS4, but I can't actually see it in the Wikipedia article. So. Um, it looks like the Game Genie has stopped building stuff as of maybe the Game Gear, just to let you know yeah it's not you're not gonna find it you know easily but it's do i've seen 
people talk about it, right? Uh, on Overwatch, for example, I've heard people talking about console cheaters and all that stuff. But not firsthand, because obviously I don't play. But that's a good point. Like, if anything is going to be a lot harder to install something on your console to have, help you cheat, and on the computer is probably double-clicking something. So that's fair. I don't know if I, that makes the console better. It makes it fairer at best. Yeah, I mean, that's like arguing if a Mac is better because no one uses that operating system. <laughs> but yeah, so if you say. want a, a fair, even experience, you're going to get that more often on console than you would on PC. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're, and, and, and at least the console has the uh, critical mass that getting one and getting games for it exists, right? There's lots of stuff because you can, you could obviously to back, go back to our example, you know, mobile games have the critical mass in the sense of everybody's phone, but most mobile games aren't great because the technology hasn't been built to service games historically. Um, you know, I think as we go forward, it's getting a bit better. But, it, you know, the use for a phone is so many things that games not being its primary focus limit it in a major way. Whereas a console is a purpose-built machine to do exactly one thing, and that is play games. Um, and that is one, the one benefit it has over PCs because a lot of PCs that exist in the world are not purpose-built gaming machines. We do that, but a lot of people just have it for work. And so you see a lot of people like you know, uh, Riot making Valorant or making League of Legends and even Blizzard, they make games that aren't on the cutting edge of technology because they know people have garbage computers, but they still want them to be able to play those games. So the, the console has the advantage of, to some degree, making sure the games are going to be of a, a certain quality because they know everybody has that thing and can run the game at that level. So, I mean... Just to shift the conversation a little bit. Um, so I think it makes sense why someone would choose one over the other. Um, like, you know, I, not like I, I know why people would pick a console over a PC is what you guys were saying, basically. Right. Yes. But I, I'm interested in, in like guys like you two, where you have every fucking console in the face of the earth and a gaming PC or two. And I'm like, other than the comfort thing, like what else could cause you guys to buy a game or even worse, what would cause you to like have played a game? And I've, I think I've seen you guys do this where, you know, I've have this game on PC, but I'm going to also buy this on Xbox. Like why, what would cause you guys to do that? It's the, the player base. Like I, I bought left for dead like 18 times. Uh, I bought it on PC to play with my friends in university, and then my other friends bought it on Xbox. So you got to buy, got to play with them. So I bought it on Xbox to play with them, and then uh, it came out on like you know a different version or something, and I bought it again and again, whatever, in different places just to play with those different friends. Right? It was a game I loved, and so buying it again didn't. It was no problem. Sure, I'll buy it again as long as I can play with my friends and have that fun experience with them. I am way too much of a miser to ever do that. <laughs> like I wait for games to be on sale on Steam before I buy them with very, very few exceptions. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think for to answer the question from my standpoint is I want to be in the cutting edge, right? Like, you know, I can play Overwatch on a, on a 
you know, an Xbox or a PS4, but I play Overwatch on the PC because I want to be able to have pinpoint accuracy. I want to have a 144 hertz monitor to boost my frame rate to make me that much better at the game. Like I like being on the cutting edge and, you know, for, for a year or two with a console, you might be on the cutting edge to some degree, but you can't control all, all aspects. You can't be at playing at the peak of, of technology at all times, whereas with the PC, you can because you can adjust everything, like you said. And some of it's being a control freak, but also some of it's maximizing your machine to let you play the game in the peak way. Um, so and, for you, it would really be... So for you, it would be kind of the opposite in that you know, when the PS5 comes out or the Xbox XSS, XLS, whatever yeah. comes out and you're going to buy those and you're likely to buy more more games there first. And then once PCs surpass them in terms of technology, then you're bound to buy the game, some of those games again for the PC just to be on the cutting edge of technology. I mean, I would never buy a game on... I shouldn't say never. The only game I own on multiple platforms is Diablo 3 because somehow Diablo 3 is actually a better experience uh, in terms of controls on a controller than it is with the mouse and keyboard, which is a shock, but I admit it nevertheless. The inner, inner, the inventory interface and all that stuff is hot garbage, and that's why I'd rather play on the PC. Um, but in general, I wouldn't buy a game on multiple platforms. I'd buy it on one. Um, and primarily, I buy on the PC because usually things are a little bit cheaper. Um, there are a lot more sales. Um, there's a lot more games at different levels that cost different prices because of the you know like yes steam does technically charge i think 30 percent, just like most of the major um like uh xbox and, and and sony with the ps4 will charge but there are other ways to get games that are not necessarily you know going to be charged that way so there's more room for indie games there's more room for you know like humble bundle and things like that where you get to play a wide variety of games and so that's the other appeal to pc is it is an open community where people can can build things and anybody can get access to it. Whereas Sony and Microsoft control their communities very very tightly. Yeah, it, on the PC, it, it's like there's no beating the variety of games you can get on the PC. Even with the with, even consoles having exclusives, right? There's just the sheer amount of games you have on a PC, um, like obviously on Steam and all that. But yeah. It's there that there's that definitely that that part that for me I you know I could say here that that's really why but it's not true because I don't usually play indie games I don't have the patience for most of those but um, I definitely like to have the the opportunity to say okay I, I like that weird game that is only I can only play on the PC and already have a PC that can play it but. Let me. I actually have a question for Scott. So, being the achievement horde that we all know you are and love, how did you deal with having to, like, have? Did you go do all the achievements in all the platforms where you bought Last of Us? You mean Left 4 Dead, or whatever that is? Yeah. Um, so no, I have different idiosyncrasies in different consoles. So. Um, <laughs> On Steam, for example, I didn't really care about achievements for a while. You know, I just kind of played games at whatever was there. And then I saw that you had a higher achievement percentage than me. <laughs> and that broke my brain a little bit. And so when Yikes. I had my baby, I played every game that I had gotten one achievement in at least and brought it up to above 50 just so I could beat you. Um, yeah. And now that I'm up there, I stopped playing for a bit and I moved to my Xbox. And I thought, that, oh, I don't have that many points on Xbox. So 
during the quarantine, I've been spamming every easy game um, to get points. And for example, I have 33,700 points this month, which is equivalent to beating 33 games um, or getting 33 platinums essentially in PlayStation. Okay. Yeah, because for me, I could never like just pick a game that I played for, you know, a, a, a modest amount of time, like Witcher 3, for example. I didn't really play all that much. Um, and like I could not go play that game again in a place where I don't have all the achievements. I don't have all of the stuff that I already gathered and, and made. I just, I just could never do that. Yeah, I think that's a good thing about the point system is that I don't care about 100%ing a game. I care about how many points can I get. Okay, I got, you know, uh, 700 out of 1,000 points, and that last 300 is going to be an extra 20 hours. I'm not doing that. Right. Um, I, won't, I, I have a bad habit of I will just stop in the middle of a game if I get bored of it or whatever. I'm like, but I don't care because I don't have to finish it, right? That's why the Steam achievement percentage is really cool. So it's like as long as I get above 50, I can, you know, toss it away and stop playing it. Uh, see, this is where we're very different. I could never do that. Unless I hate the game, I will finish it. You're broken inside. Yeah, we all know that. How about you, Matt? Where do you stand on achievements? I don't care. Um, if I really like a game and I need a reason to do stuff, then then maybe. You know, like Overwatch, I've, I've specifically looked at when I was playing it, you know, really addictively. I look at a few things that knock off. In general, I just play the game to finish the story or get whatever I want out of it. If I happen to get an achievement, that's great. Uh, but that has never been a, a pull or a driver for me. I've always felt they were kind of like dumb in, in some ways. You know, even in World of Warcraft when I was heavily addicted and then there were like a ton of achievements, there was always something more purposeful to be doing for me than just specifically hunting an achievement. Uh, even if it was as, as lazy as, you know, mining or or doing herbalism and stuff like that i'd rather be doing that than like walking around the globes to get the the world explorer uh achievement as an example yeah you're broken inside too in a different way but yeah yeah okay so what's what's our conclusion here pc is better okay thanks guys bye no okay okay so you're an asshole but you're you're correct i think in this case let me tell you why i think it is and you guys can then lay out your cases for or why you think either PC is better or console is better. And I think mine is, is simple. If you look at the new consoles that are coming out, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, they are just moving closer to being computers. You know, Hell, the Xbox Series X looks like a tower. It's like a cube. It looks like a computer tower. And they've just, again, purposely built it for airflow and for maximizing space. But it's a computer. All the things we talk about it are computer parts. You know, What GPU does it have? What CPU does it have? How many teraflops does it produce? You know, does it have, uh, uh, you know, an SSD or it was an NV, MV2 drive, something like that? M- M2. M2 drive, right? Um, that's all console stuff. These are computers. And so every time they build a new one, they just move closer to just being a computer that you can buy off the shelf. So for that alone, and also if you look at like, you know, the Xbox Live and the, the Sony, uh, the PlayStation like all that stuff is moving towards the models that existed on on the PC. You know, I don't think Xbox Xbox you saw them roll games into they saw you let you roll your Xbox Live account into their their Xbox is it now? I can't remember the, all the different names, but the game service so you'd have access to games and they, you could pay a dollar and move all that over because they realized that console gamers aren't going to pay for the pleasure to play online games anymore. PC players have never 
had to pay to make online connectivity. You may have to pay for like World of Warcraft as a service, but I don't have to pay Steam to let me use Steam to then let me pay to use like Destiny as an example. I just get to go on and play Destiny. And so everything consoles are doing are moving closer and closer to PC, which tells me that PC is the correct choice. How about you, Scott? Yeah, if I can uh, make a, what do you call it? You know, where I admit that I do dirty things. Um, I uh, (laughs) play my Xbox on my PC. So I will stream my console to my PC. That is, that. wow. (laughs) So that... That's oh. like you, you took two clean things and somehow made them both dirty by yes. touching. <laughs> yeah, so I, it, it's more comfortable for me to play on my PC than to sit on my couch sometimes if I'm playing a single player yeah. game. But I still need the convenience of the console, and you can treat the PC the same way. I have a Steam Link, so I can you know play like Matt said, Overwatch or not Overwatch, sorry, Overcooked or uh, you know Streets of Rage Four with my wife, or you know if I have friends over, we can play on the TV. Um, and the console makes that easy, but Steam Link also makes it easy for PC. So PC is so integrated in my life that I spend you know 90% of my free time at one, and that now shifts so I can play my Xbox on my PC, getting the benefits of the, the community and the achievement system that I love uh, and the ease of access for games, but I can play it in the comfort of my PC. I don't know if either community can accept you as one of their own. You're it's, an outcast. It's a yeah, dirty you're, hybrid, you're, yeah. You're just a rogue at this point. <laughs> Yeah, for me, obviously, for me, it's PC, just from a versatility standpoint, like just to pick on something you said, Scott, like you said, I hate the PS2 controller or the PS controller, sorry, um, because the PS2 is the last one I actually really used. Um, I used to prefer the PS3 or like the DualShock controller until I used an Xbox 360 controller and I was like, okay, this is on another level. And I like the fact that I can just pick whichever to play the same game on my PC. I also like that I can go and modify my game. You know, I I was reading before playing Witcher 3, they, oh, there's a lot of problems with like power balance and some of them make you super broken at the end and you can't die. I was like, this doesn't seem like fun. So I went to look for mods that fix that and I found them and I installed them. I'm playing Divinity now. That's the same thing, right? Some things uh, like the inventory system on Divinity isn't great install a mod for that stuff that I can ever do on a console. Right. I, I like the idea. I would like the idea to have that one, like that centralized community thing that you said and be able to brag about achievements in the same place. And you know how much I you just said, if you look at my, my steam account, I have achievements there. Like my, the showcase on my profile is the rare achievements. So I, I do like them. So I would like to be able to show all of them and have all of them in the same place. But I don't think I could ever give up on on like the freedom that I have. And like you, I'm like 90% of, the, of my free time, I'm on in front of a computer. I like the just the convenience of, okay, now I'm going to play a game, close everything, open the game. Instead of, okay, I'm going to stand up and go to my TV and turn it on and wait and load the game and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure the PS4 is a lot faster than my stupid PS3. And I'm sure the PS5 is going to be even faster. And yes, I would if I was going to buy a console, it would be a, a, a PlayStation probably, just because of the games. But I can never give up the versatility and the like, the ease of use of of, of being able to do the stuff the way I do it on PC, just for that connect connectedness thing. 
So anyway, parting shots. Are we done? Um, you're wrong. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, no, I think we've nailed it. I think I will, I will, I will classify this because I think people are going to ask about what about the switch? Because we really didn't talk about it. Um, and the switch doesn't count. It doesn't matter in this conversation because the switch is a mobile gaming device. You can just connect to your TV. It is essentially what Scott is doing with the steam link. And so we didn't talk about it a lot, at least as far as I understand, because it does, it's supposed to be something different. It is not a gaming machine that stays in your house, even though a lot of people use it that way. It is supposed to be portable, and so it's built for a different thing. Much like we didn't talk about a lot about game, mobile gaming because, again, it's, it's, it's a different thing. That's something we can maybe pick up on another episode if, you know, if we find that there's interest in hearing us say shit about things I personally don't understand because I haven't touched a, a, a Nintendo console since the, the N64. So, <laughs> yeah. So... Thank you, Scott, for joining us. Any uh, last words? Go Xbox. No, I'll go PC. Anyway. You play Xbox on your PC. Yeah, you do. You're weird. Like uh, this, I have to reevaluate <laughs> my, my opinions of you now, Scott. You've, you've taken two things that were okay and made them unholy. I don't know if, if I'm okay with that. I just took the best of both worlds. And made yeah. them worse. All right, that's all the time we have for today, everybody. Um, if you would like to contact us and tell us that I'm right and everybody else is wrong, feel free to email us at yourwrongcast at gmail.com. If you can't spell that, that's, you know, tough break. Um, but for now, thank you, Scott. I'm Luciano. Uh, I'm Matt. And uh, yeah, we're here to tell you every other week, at least for now, that you can have your opinion. Go ahead. Just know that it's going to be wrong. See you later, right?